Hey everyone, and welcome back to Business Access by TD Image. My name is Tiago D'Souza, and I'm excited. I'm more than excited to be on with a certain lady that has such a book of things that she has accomplished that I don't want to spend 30 minutes with her. I want to spend more time with her, but I want to introduce everyone to Cynthia Bryan. Cynthia, how are you? I am fabulous, Chaco. <laughs> I love your energy. I think we'll have a good time. We definitely will. I'm excited to have you on, especially right now, because I think business and people need that enthusiasm. They need energy. They need to find that forward motion to move into tomorrow with 100% of their energy. And so I'm truly excited to have you on. Well, I'm so with you because, you know, I'm a really positive person and I just believe that we have to have to have optimism because we have to have hope. Right. Right. If there's no hope there. If there's no hope, then there's despair. So we this too shall pass. We don't know when it will, but it will. You know, the sun's going to shine tomorrow. So we just have to look at that. This is going to it'll be OK. We're going to go through this together. And that's the kind of cool thing about it is that we're all in this together. So everybody is struggling and what can we do to be kind and help each other? Yes, yes, this is, even though we have to keep our distance, we've, the great thing that I've seen um, from humanity is that we found a way to just feed each other, to help each other, to just be there for one another. You see it all over the news that uh, people are singing songs for the uh, frontline doctors and nurses. Yes, it's, it's wonderful. It's so beautiful. I, I love it. I in mean, Italy, they were in Italy. They're singing on their balconies, and people are, you know, New York. They're clapping, and when people, yeah, I mean, I just think this is, this is really bringing people together and showing that there is strength, that we have strength to to go on, and so important to be celebrating just the small milestones. And exactly. really incredibly important. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So I want to tell people about you because I want people to come knocking on your website and and, and just ask for your advice and just feed off of you. So <laughs> you're known as a passion, purpose and possibility producer. This is incredible. And what does this mean? And how do you feed that into your work? Because you're a coach, you're you host TV and radio, you write you do public speaking and you're, you, and you're a philanthropist. Is there anything, is <laughs> well, there, I miss anything? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm a farmer too. I, and I'm a major gardener. They call me the goddess gardener. I'm, I am so in tune with nature and I take in abandoned animals. So I've been doing that since I was a child. So I have a big barnyard with goats and chickens and pigs and <laughs> That's <rabbits>. amazing. <laughs> All of that. And they were all abandoned or abused. So I give them a home and I love them for the rest of their lives. So I, the reason I am actually an empowerment architect and people have called me a passion, purpose and possibility producer, because this is what I am so about, Tiago, is that I totally believe that once we find our passion, we find our purpose in life. And we have to look at all the possibilities. That's why I wrote my trilogy of books, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning to Make a Difference. 
all of us are unique. Nobody was created equal. We're all something different. And that's what's so beautiful about us. So like right now during this really crisis of COVID-19, we do have choices. We can choose to just, you know, go into ourselves and think this is the end of the world and the sky is falling. Or we can choose to do what can we do to help others? For example, what you're doing right now by bringing the podcast out to your listeners, that is a service that you are offering. You're bringing people on who can inspire faith, hope, and hopefully scatter some joy and some some kindness. And this is what we all have to do. What are we good at doing? What do we love? What is our passion? And this is a perfect time for everyone as we are sheltering at home, keeping our distance, to find out what is our passion in life? What do we, what makes us tick? What makes us get up in the morning and say, hey, hallelujah, it's morning. You know, we, <laughs> I mean, we have a choice, right? We can say, oh God, it's morning. Or we can say, oh God, it's morning. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, everything is in our inflection. Everything's in our intention. And I, I've just always been a big, um, a, a really big proponent of following your heart. And I feel strongly that when we do things that we love, we become really good at them. And it doesn't mean you have to be stuck in that forever. We can just keep reinventing ourselves and having new chapters to our life. And I'm talking about in business and in relationships and whatever it is. But so many people get into the rut of just, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic or something. They think that they have to follow a certain course in order to be successful. What you have to follow is what's inside of you. What is? What are the possibilities that are presented to you that you excel in? And you go for them. And then you just keep massaging it and changing it and revolving and evolving. And makes life very exciting. You can be wonder person. You just literally made me feel like I have the Superman symbol on my chest. It's just... Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. That is so great you said that because that is exactly what I mean by be the star you are. And it's really funny. My husband, <laughs> I'm sitting in my home office right now, my library, and hanging from one of my lights is um, is Superwoman. Sitting on my globe is Superman. <laughs> 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 These are all gifts from people. That's amazing. <laughs> Another one. I have another thing here that's Wonder Woman, and it's you know, I mean, it's just so uh, it's fun. And I, what I want to say to that is that all of us have that inside of us. All of us are Wonder Woman, Superman, Superwoman. Maybe you just haven't found it yet. You know, maybe that that star is just dulled inside of you, and you got to polish it up a little bit and then let it shine. And when you let your light shine everyone else's light starts shining too. Like one of the things, because my company is called Star Style and Star Style. So I always wear stars. I have star earrings on all the time. I love things with stars. And so over the years, people have given me stars and literally most of the earrings, and they're mostly plastic earrings, nothing's expensive, but I just wear them. And when people see them, it makes them happy. And when they ask, what is it about? It's like, because you're a star, it's reflecting you. So that's, I think that's a, a very cool thing and that we can all embrace that right now. While we're at home, we have time for reflection, for repurposing, for renewal. 
you know, this is, let's push the refresh button. That's all. How, who inspired you? How, how did you find your call? Because this is incredible because I am like one of the things that I love doing, I'm passionate about is telling stories, it, whichever okay. we have a lot of clients. I work with a lot of businesses and the thing that I do for them is I tell their stories. That's my goal. How, what mm-hmm. is their story that I need to tell? Mm. And, 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 and well, so, go ahead. Go ahead. No. So uh, well, I believe that we're all storytellers. So I'm so glad you said that you're a storyteller because that is one of my premises in life. We all have our stories to tell. That's why when people have come to me because they want to write a book and they go, oh, I don't know how to write a book. And I was like, there is a book inside of you. Every single person has a story. Every single person needs their story to be heard. My inspiration was my daddy. I grew up on a farm and I, um, I am the eldest of five kids. Um, there were seven of us in the family. We had nothing. We thought we, we, we were totally rich in spirit, but we you know, you find out when you're older that you you had nothing, but we had, you know, we had chickens and we had land and we grew crops and we fed people. <laughs> That's what we did. And I worked every day on the farm, on the ranch, pulling wires, cutting trees, um, um, cutting fruit, working, picking fruit, just um, like a migrant worker, worked with all the different other uh, farms around us. And so, but my parents, I'm the first person to go to college in my family. And my, I, when I was about eight, I discovered, cause I was in first grade at into first grade and I discovered something called college. And I came home one day really excited. And I said to my parents, do you know that there's something out there called college where we, I could go and I can learn all kinds of things. And my parents were like, you know, that's really great. But you figure out how you're going to get there because <laughs> I won't, we won't be able to pay for it. But if you figure out how you can do it, then of course you can go to college. You just have to work for it. So what was inspiring to me is they put it on me that I, they didn't hand me anything. They told me if I wanted that brass ring, I needed to go and get it myself and figure out how to do it. So I spent a few weeks really working on it. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I realized that everybody was eating eggs. And so I had my brainstorm. I said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to raise chickens. I'm going to sell eggs and I'm going to make enough money to go to college. So (laughs) I started with 12 chickens, (laughs) three of whom became roosters. And anyway, little by little built up my business until I was 18. And uh, by then I had uh, several hundred chickens and I made enough money to put myself through UCLA and Cal Berkeley and actually do education abroad. So uh, (laughs) it was very, yes. And, and my parents supported me in this effort. My dad built my first chicken coop when I was a little girl, because I'm only eight years old. Think about that. So eight to 18. So before I could drive, my parents would drive me around to different people who wanted to buy eggs. And by the way, I sold the eggs for 30, 40 and 50 cents a dozen. And I still, (laughs) but the real, the, the real, um, the real changing moment for me. So my, my parents were just always incredible. My mom was a wonderful cook. We grew all our own food. My dad worked every day on the farm. All of us kids worked on it. We drove tractors. You know, we we sheared the sheep. We and of course, I raised chickens. 
And when my dad, um, when he, he was actually quite young, when he got a very rare cancer and on his deathbed, I was with him and I said, daddy, you know, I'm not going to leave you. You've always been there for me. I'll be there to your last moment. But is there anything that I can do? And he said, honey, I am a blessed man. I married the woman I loved. We were married 45 years. I had you five fabulous kids. And I was so um, lucky to work in a profession that was my passion. I have lived my dreams. I am dying a happy man. And at that moment, Chago, I can't even tell you something changed in me because here was a man who was not educated. He wasn't president of anything. The insurance companies had canceled his insurance and told him, told me basically, because I was fighting for his life, that a farmer, a poor farmer, wasn't worth saving. And yet when the time came, he felt he had lived his dream because he had got up every morning, plowed the fields, harvested, and he fed people. And I think about that today, that what do we need here going through this crisis? We need to be fed, don't we? Don't we need to honor? We need to honor these farmers who are out there on their tractors and in the fields and the field workers that are working. And then, of course, it comes down to all the caregivers and then the health professionals and then all our first responders. And I mean, so I what I'm trying to say is you don't have to be president of anything. If you're the best ditch digger that ever was, you have lived your dreams. If you believe in what you're doing and you're happy with what you're doing, you are living on purpose. You're living your passion. And that's what my daddy taught me. And I, I, I just feel, I, I just can't, I'm so grateful that I grew up in this family that we always said abundanza, we have abundanza, because we always had food and we had tons of love. You know, we didn't have television. I had one pair of boots, one pair of Levi's, a couple of pairs of underwear, a t-shirt, and my Sunday go to meeting, <laughs> my Sunday church dress that was bought for each kid got a Sunday outfit that was purchased by somebody else. It was a, another person who bought it for us. That's all we had growing up. And that's all we needed. <laughs> we had each other. That's so, so amazing. <laughs> yeah. So we don't need, you know, you know, it just, we need to give kids uh, roots and wings. They don't need stuff and things. Yeah. We, I, we, yes. Right. I, exactly. I, I totally agree with you. And I, I am loving more and more speaking with you. Let me tell you why. Because I started out when I started out in my education in high school, I, I did very horrible because I didn't know what I want to do. And, mm -hmm. and and so I, I was doing really b bad in classes and I just didn't know. And I, I went into uh, because I did bad in classes when I went into uh, I started out in community colleges, taking electives uh, to try to find my route. And I found a, a teacher there and I was studying to be a teacher because I love kids. I love working with kids. I work with kids uh, now. Uh, but she said that wasn't my passion. I, and she told me interesting. that. She told I me love it. It's really, yeah, it's super interesting. She said, it's not my passion. And she made me think there's things that she, people love to do and there are passions that's inside of them. And right. I've always loved telling stories. I've, I, I always love watching films. I always loved um uh, 
doing uh, something in the film industry. And so when she, from that moment forward, I possibly lived, I lived in an elderly home because I didn't have a lot of money. I, I've lived uh, on a church floor that was just a house um, because I didn't have any money, but I went forward on my path. The difference between doing something and following your dream is it goes back to that saying that you don't work a day in your life and you don't That's feel exactly the stress. Right. Yeah. And you don't feel the stress and you don't feel the heaviness. When you love where you what are. you do, you never work a day in your life. Every day is play day. You might be working really long hours, but the hours fly by because you're so passionate, right? Exactly. So, I mean, you're making, you're making videos and things now. You're telling people stories. That's what your business model is. And I bet you, you feel very fulfilled. I always feel fulfilled. And it's so incredible because I went through all that and, and, and I went to the number um, six stop from uh, community college. I've re I achieved the sixth top film school in America. I got my um, master's there also. And, and it was just amazing when I achieved that. And then when I started working. Congratulations. Thank That's such a wonderful success story. <laughs> thank you. And when, when I started working, it never felt like work. It didn't matter how hard the project was and didn't matter what I was doing. I always knew I was telling a story and I always knew that I was doing what I love. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you talk about calling right there and it's so incredible and it feels different when you're just working on something and when you're working with your dream. And, and working with your passion and exactly. your purpose. I think that's exactly what you are now doing. And I always feel that if everyone would take that step back or everyone would have that incredible teacher that you have that says, yes, you'd be a great teacher, but that's not your passion. If people would be straight with you and be honest and give some guidance, because you'll be you'll be forever grateful to that teacher for you know letting you know, hey, you could be a great teacher, but that's not what you want to do. Is when you are really doing what you love, the results are incredible. You know, because there's that there's the thing is like do what you love and the money will follow. Well, and it always depends. You know, some people are just never satisfied. So you have to really, really look inside yourself and, again, be really grateful. Congratulate yourself for the steps that you do. And I feel that te that telling people stories in what you're doing is incredibly valuable because so many people don't know how to get their story out. And that's why doing videos, films, television, radio, writing books, writing articles, all of that with people who are able to tell other people's stories. That is like to everybody. And you have that. So congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now, let me ask you this. We're talking about love. We're talking about dreams. Yeah. How does someone, once they find that out, what they want to do, how do they design it? How do they oh. design their lives? How do okay. we design the lives we love? Yeah, yeah, we need to, we all, designing our own lives, this is really very critical because we can just go with the flow, right? And we can let our life design us. If we don't make a choice to create the life we love, life will create a life 
for us that we may not love. So first of all, I have a method. I say, dream the dream and dream big, dream bigger than you ever think that you could possibly achieve. You know, reach for those stars. You might hit an airplane, but if you're only aiming for the airplane, you're not going to even get off the ground. So dream that dream. The next thing to design the life you love is write down the dream. You cannot just think about it. You have to get it from that shoulder, your hand, either on your computer or down on paper. You really have to see it. There's something magical that happens when you write down everything that you that you want out of life. Because it's crazy how things, especially if you look back at this, if you create this list and then you look back in a few years and go, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that I wanted it and then I got it. So you have to write it down. Then the next a very critical part of this equation is you have to get the skills you need in order to achieve the dream you want. I'll use you as, um, as an example is you realized you were a storyteller. You realized you loved films. You loved that. But you couldn't just start doing films. You went back to school. And then you ended up graduating from a top school in, you know, in top of your class. So you get the skills. Now, getting the skills can be a lot of different things. It could mean going back to school. It could mean reading books. It could mean finding a mentor. It could mean uh, hiring a coach. It could mean taking seminars. Like right now, uh, again, with COVID-19 going on, I'm actually on overwhelm with all the webinars that are happening. There are so many. I mean, I'm a member, I've been a member of Screen Actors Guild, uh, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists for yeah. years and years. And now everything we're doing is online. So, you know, we have all this stuff, everything, there's all these webinars going on where it used to be that, you know, you would either be going to the set if you were working or you would, uh, if you were taking a class or something, you'd go to the class. Now everything's online. So whatever it is, this is a great opportunity for people who want to um, pivot, who want to make a change in their life, and they'd like to find something new. This is, a, oh my gosh, we have the time now. So get online and start seeing what's out there. So after that, so after you've gotten, you know, you've enrolled in something or you're getting the skills, then the critical part is you have to go into action. And action means that you actually take the first step to do the first part of the work. So what is that action going to look like? And everybody's action is going to be different. Like for you to be a filmmaker, you're going to have to put together a video. You're going to have to make a film. Uh, if you're a writer, you're going to have to write a few pages. You're going to have to reach out to a publisher or you're going to have to reach out to a magazine. You have to go into action. The next step is find a cheerleader. So critical to have a cheerleader. It, you don't need to have 10 people that support you, but you need at least one person who is absolutely honest with you. In your case, it could be your that teacher. That teacher could said, yeah, you're doing great. You could, you could be a, a, a teacher of kids because you love kids. However, I don't think that's your path. So you need somebody who is going to keep you on your path that they know is really what your dream is. And then there's a final equation. And this one is sometimes the hardest. You have to believe in yourself and all the possibilities because unless you get a wagon rolling, nobody's going to jump on your bandwagon. 
You yeah. know, I, I know I've been a coach for many years and for uh, a great many of those, for most of them, been an acting media coach, helping people, you know, get in front of the press or get on films and television and all of that. And people always say, well, can't you make me a star? It's like, no, I cannot make you a star. Nobody can make you a star. Yes, there could be opportunities that you're going to meet somebody and they're going to give you a chance at something. But you have to put yourself out there. You can't sit in your house, you know, with the blankets over your head and so hope somebody's going to knock on the door. That's that going into action. You put yourself out there. You say yes to life. Yes to life. So the answer is always yes. Exactly. <laughs> the answer is always yes. And then once you figure out all the details, that's when you can modify. So again, just to, to um, what, do you, what do I want to say? Summarize what I said is you dream the dream, you dream big. You get the skill, you write it down. You have to write it down. You get the skills you need, you go into action, you find a support person, a cheerleader, and finally you believe in yourself and all the possibilities. And then it's interesting when you have put it out there like that, there's something like, I don't know if it's just the universe opens up or it's the power of intention or what it is, but all of a sudden things start happening when you really believe in yourself. Did you find that for yourself? Didn't you find that door started opening? People would call you or you'd get an email or somebody would want something and, you know, and you were like, okay, but you had to say yes. Oh, hundred percent. And I'm going to tell you this, like every, while you're speaking, you're, you're popping up moments in my life where I remember, Oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember this moment. I re it, you have to, it's just, there's something different when you're working for your dream, just like you're saying, mm -hmm. for, for example, when I did my final in my class, I had to, we had to put a whole film together and this is my master. We had to put the whole films together and I, I went, I was like, I'm going to make this like film that's going to have special effects. It was just like the biggest project like they ever heard. It, it was mm -hmm. just amazing. And the, the director, which uh, the teacher, which uh, the professor, which was my uh, which was directing class uh, that was in charge of the finals, said to me, I, like, you can try, but I would try to do something much simpler. And I'm like, I that's not me. I can't do simple. I have to, like, put in as much as I can into something. And when we had to present our finals, I, I didn't finish the project. And he watched it. And when I got my grade, it was an A. He said he's never seen so much done in, su in a such short amount of time that he and it was such an incredible quality that he had to give me an A. Now, I'd say that story wow. because when you do what you love, it never feels like work. The more you put into it, it feels better. It feels you feel like putting more into it. And and I want to back you up there for a moment, too, because when he said, hey, you could do something simpler, you listened to your gut, didn't you? Because you didn't want to do something simpler. You wanted to really follow what your dream was and what you did ended up being your A. Yes. 
right? Yes. And right. The, the great thing about uh, my master's and my undergrad is that I, I never got a C. I got an A and B. I got a B in one class because I don't think the teacher liked me, but we've moved on. <laughs> I, I, sh- I shook I shook her hand <laughs> at the end of the class. Uh, but she said in the beginning of the semester, she said, I've never given anyone an A. I was like, I'm, I'm on this. I'm going to try. So, but I, I can sit here and talk to you uh, about these topics all day long, but I, I want people to know about everything that you do. And I want people to also know your books because your books, they just sound like they just take people to the next level. So tell us about your trilogy. Well, thank you so much for saying that. I'm so proud of this uh, trilogy. Um, It's called Be the Star You Are. Be the Star You Are. And the first book in the trilogy was Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. And how it came about was um, I was actually producing some television shows and I had never produced before. I was always an actor, but my daddy, my daddy, who I just told you about, who I adored, died in my arms. And when he told me those words, when he told me those words that he had lived his dreams because he had been married to the woman he loved, that he had had his five kids and that he had, you know, worked in a profession that was his passion and he was a farmer. I thought, oh my God, he, I have to, every, you know, if my dad feels this way, I have to get this message out there. And I didn't really know how to do it. Um, but I thought, hey, my profession is acting. I think I better start a TV series. So I did. And it was called Live Your Dreams. <laughs> and anyway, it did it did really well. Uh, but I was on a plane. I was on a plane taking it to um, a big conference that's for television producers. It was in New Orleans. And one of my assistants said, oh, Cynthia, you know what? I want to get you. We, I, she works for the airlines as a part time thing. And she had like some passes. She said, I'm going to get you a first class ticket because I know if you sit next to some big honcho from Hollywood, they're going to bra- they're going to buy this series. And then, you know, the whole world's going to know about it, about living their dreams. And I was like, well, cool. I hadn't ever been in first class. That'd be great. Well, it turned out she couldn't get me on first class from L.A. to New Orleans. She could only get me on the way back out of Denver. <laughs> and there's not probably a lot of television executives flying from Denver back to San Francisco. So but anyway, I was thrilled. And I, I got on the plane, um, went into first class, sat next to this very nice man, well-dressed. I probably looked like a bag lady because I was coming from a convention carrying all these videotapes. And I start. I was so excited about my TV show. I started chatting with him. He goes, "How come you haven't written a book?" I go, "Oh, I'm not a writer. I, I don't write books. You know, I'm an actor." He was like, "Oh no, no, you're a storyteller. You need to write a book." And I go, "Well, I don't know how to even start. I don't know anybody." And he said, "Well, he goes, you know, I'm um, a New York Times bestselling author. I'm actually on my book tour. I think my editor would love to meet you." <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> And I want to give you the name of my agent. And here's what I learned from that. And I only share this story because I think it's critical. Again, saying yes to life. Here, I didn't think I was a a writer, right? I thought I was uh, just an, just quote, in quote, an actor, just like people would say, I'm, oh, I'm just a housewife or I'm just a dad or I'm just whatever. So anyway, I followed up. He gave me these numbers. I followed up. 
I uh, sent them the email, told them who I had met and that he thought we should meet. And um, the editor uh, who I'm, a, I'm a, I love France. I just love traveling. And she was a Francophile. I mean, we hit it off immediately. And the agent, we hit it off. And um, it took five years for the first book to get to publication. But it did. And the key is always to follow up. Always follow up. When somebody says, hey, I think you should meet this person, what's the worst that can happen? So that that book went on to become the... Um, it won actually the best motivational book for the year. It was um, endorsed by Deepak Chopra and Richard Nelson Bowles and Dr. Wayne Dwyer and Brian Tracy and Jack Canfield and just 82 different amazing people with a foreword by Dr. Bernie Siegel. And that's a whole nother story. But I just I'm crazy about this book. And what's so wonderful about the first book in the series, I'm still getting emails today of how this book is changing people's lives. You're just supposed to open it anywhere. It's 99 different chapters. And I call them to toilet chapters because you can literally sit on the pot and read a chapter <laughs> and, feel like and feel like you've done something great for the day. You know, oh, I've read a book because, you know, most people, they graduate from high school and they never read another book in their life. So I wanted to make each chapter really short so that they could, you know, people could read a short chapter, they could get a true story, they could find a quote that they could live by for the day, and they would get an exercise that they could incorporate into their own life. Well, I get so many emails how this has saved people's lives, how people have been on their deathbed and somebody read them something. And I mean, it just brings me tingles. So I, don't, I think this book was divinely inspired. I'm not even sure that I wrote it, except for I did. You know, I go to my computer and there it was. But somehow it was divinely inspired. And then, like you, I work with teens. I work with youth a lot. And I've been coaching kids for 20-something uh, years. And I started a charity called Be the Star You Are back in uh, 1999, and the whole purpose was to increase positive media messages because we're bombarded with negativity in the news, right? Uh, and all, all anybody has to do right now is listen to the news, and you'll be so <laughs> depressed that you're like, oh, my God, nobody loves me. I'm going to go eat worms. Um, no, it's so, you know, it's so negative. So I wanted, I, the, the nonprofit I started was for literacy so people would learn to read. And then they would also want to read positive things and bring positive messages into their life so that they would watch positive television shows, listen to positive radio shows, that kind of thing. And so anyway, after about nine years of running the charity, oh, and by the way, Be The Star You Are, it's be the star you are.org. Know that in there. That's the charity. It's all volunteer. I do not take a salary. Um, I've never, we've never had employees. Um, I do a ton of work. Although I have to say in this, during this time, I realized it wasn't smart not to take a salary because we can get no government help to keep us alive right yeah. now. So <laughs> anybody who wants to make a donation, please do, because we're still doing all our outreach programs. But anyway, the kids came to me and they said, Cynthia, when are you going to do a Be The Star You Are for teens? Because we could, you know, teens could really use it. Because I was coaching teens for self-esteem, self-confidence, trying to give them direction, all of that. You know, they we, it's hard to be a teen, no matter when you're a teen. There's so much negativity. And like you said, 
so many people go to high school and they have no idea what they want to do. So they get terrible grades and then their teachers tell them that they're nothing or that, you know, they're never going to succeed in life. And unless they're really determined and they have a really strong sense of self and that there is a passion inside of or they get a guide or a coach or a mentor, some of them fall through the the cracks. So I was working with a lot of at you at risk youth. So I thought, wow, light bulb moment. Yes, let's write the book, but I'm not going to write it. Let's write it together. So I had 52 teens help me with Be the Star You Are, 52 chapters written by young people. So it's their true stories. It's their truth. It's their exercises. It's what they're going through. And then just this past year, we came out with Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. And I'm crazy about this book, too, because it is bridging the gap from the baby boomers uh, who are, you know, the older generation now. There are not too many from the great generation from World War II. So it's the baby boomers and the young kids. So most of the volunteers of Be the Star You Are now are millennials. Some of them are Generation uh, Z, and they all contributed. So we've got like 32 different chapters that are written, you know, by these young people, as well as uh, people who are in between millennials to boomers. So we have wow. Generation XYZ, you know, it's so it's fantastic. So that's the trilogy. And um, if you, people want autographed copies, go to my website, which is CynthiaBryan.com. And it's Brian with an I. And there's a thing on there that says store. And 100% of the proceeds will benefit the charity. You can buy the book anywhere. I mean, you can get it at, at stores or online, you know, at Amazon or whatever. But then the charity doesn't get even a penny. Oh, wow. So what, so what we do when we have books is we give the money to charity. So anyway, it's just another way of giving back. That's, that's amazing. And that's the thing, right? especially right now during the COVID-19 pandemic, it's yeah. it's so important to be in the state of giving. And, and, it's and, really important. What we did, you know, as as you know, I, I produced two radio shows and I host one radio show um, that's called Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And it's live on Wednesdays at 4 to 5 p.m. on Voice America Network. It's on the Empowerment Channel. And um, what we decided to do with Be the Star You Are is we always do disaster relief. So every time there is a disaster anywhere in the United States, whether it's a hurricane, an earthquake, a flood, a tornado, um, you know, any a fire. Oh, my gosh, we've done so much for the fires in the last couple of years. I even had a fire burn to my back door. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So anyway, what we do is when 9-11 happened, we were one of the first charities to be able to get resources to the fire department in New York to give to survivors to help them recover with some positive feedback. So we, you know, we shipped videos, books, games, puzzles, all of those kinds of things. And this is what we do for disaster relief. Well, now with COVID-19, you know, people are, are stuck at home. So we thought, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to bring on to our two radio shows, Express Yourself Teen Radio. I coach the kids to be reporters and hosts on a radio show called Express Yourself. 
And the kids, I mean, I don't edit it. They get to talk about what they want to talk about. They choose the topics, et cetera. But we're bringing on authors, artists, musicians, actors, all who right now have absolutely no work because all of their events have been canceled. And especially like authors who have new books coming out. Like there's so many authors, you know, they had all these book tours planned and now everything's canceled. And as an author of eight books, I know what it's like to have have all your book tour canceled because I had a book come out right before 9-11 where I was booked on all kinds of television shows and radio shows across the country. And then 9-11 happened and everything gets canceled, right? Right. So- so this is our gift. This is one of our gifts to um, to the world is to bring these messages, you know, these works of art to the world when they tune in to the radio show. So they'll find out uh, they'll find out the, all these new books and new music, new artwork, all of that. So that's what we're doing at the moment through um, COVID-19. And we just want people, like you said, we have to all stay safe. Stay home, listen to the directives, wear yes. a mask, <laughs> wear gloves. Yes. <laughs> um, and really be careful because we don't know if we're carriers. I think that's the scariest thing about this virus is that you could be a carrier and not even have any symptoms and not know it. And so I I really I really want to caution anyone who would be listening now if you're thinking okay I think it's time that we can go you know go to the movies or we can go out to dinner or whatever it is you still have to really be cautious because yes. we we really nobody knows and I think until we have a vaccine which could be 18 months to 2 years away it's not going to be back to normal and I don't think that normal is going to be the normal we used to know it's like 9-11 after 9-11 you know it's it was a new way to travel right, right. It, yeah I mean we, I used to carry you know on planes my bottles of wine I'm Italian after all all of a sudden you couldn't <laughs> so anyway we're gonna have to we have to just navigate this together but exactly. in the meantime if every person does what she or he can to be empathetic, to be kind, to be careful, to communicate, to collaborate, um, then we can all innovate. That's, I mean, I can, <laughs> I wish this podcast was about three to four hours long because uh, <laughs> it would just feed so many people, but I want people to still get fed by you. <laughs> I want people to still get fed by you. So where are all the places that they can go where they can either get your book or listen to your message or, or invest in the things that you invest on and be a part of giving like you are? Thank you so much. I'll go for, really for saying that. I really appreciate it. Well, first of all, I just want to give out the information for Be The Star You Are charity. I, every donation is tax deductible. And every penny actually goes to services. So it's not going to any people. It's going to go to help others. And so if you go to the website, you can go. There's two websites. One is very easy. It's just the initials, B-T-S-Y-A dot org. Or you can spell it out, B-The-Star-U-R 
org, and it, you'll, you'll get a lot of information there. And we're in the process of actually offering a lot more resources for people for free. So that's the first one. If people are interested in me, I am doing coaching via Skype or Zoom or phone. If anybody wants a coaching session, you can go to CynthiaBryan.com, and that's B-R-I-A-N. I guess I should spell Cynthia, too, because in Italian, I'm <laughs> Cynthia. So Cynthia is C-Y-N-T-H-I-A. And then Brian, B-R-I-A-N, CynthiaBrian.com. And there's a lot of information there. If you click on contact, you can email me. Email, by the way, is the best way to reach me. Right now, I'm not available by phone unless it's for a, a paid engagement or doing something like what we're doing right now. Because I'm just, I'm kind of on overwhelmed with requests to help people. And then um, if they're interested in hearing these positive messages, go to starstyleradio.com, S-T-A-R-S-T-Y-L-E.com. And you can see there, you, there'll be links to either the live radio show or the kids radio show. And there's lists of guests and all of that. But you'll get a lot of information. And then if you want to buy any of the books, you can get them from my website, CynthiaBryan.com. Just click on the store. And I have eight different books. I can autograph them. And by the way, if people buy books directly from our website, I also include a lot of different goodies. You'll, you know, besides getting it autographed, I'll give you some seeds, you know, like garden seeds to plant seeds of literacy and hope and um, photos and bookmarks and cards. And I, I don't know. I just, I fill an envelope. <laughs> I just want people to feel fulfilled and I want people to live their dreams because every single person out there is a star. They may not know it yet, but I'm here to tell you, you just find that passion, your purpose, and you'll go for the possibilities because you are, you can, you are enough. That's amazing. That's amazing. Guys, all the links are listed below on the podcast. Please check her out. Feed yourself. There's, I don't know how else to say this, but you will get fed. You will get fed if you go to her website. This is amazing. Cynthia, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I want to thank you so much for your inspirational words. And thank you so much because this this is a business podcast, but this goes to people and also businesses. Following these steps is not just for people itself, but businesses that follow these steps. It just creates something different. And I want you guys to just go to her website. All the links are below and then uh, get some support, get some uh, creative ideas, get some in just some purpose put behind you to push you forward, especially during this time to help you stay strong and make it through the next day. Cynthia, thank uh, you so much. Yeah, though, I, I am bowing to you now. <laughs> now I'm going to say thank you so much. And yes, this is about business. This is about personal. This is about relationships. Everybody needs, needs support. And during this time, we all have to support one another. So my deepest gratitude for this <laughs> interview you're amazing and i'm so happy that you are following your heart because guess what you are a teacher thank you so much and thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time